the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Let's just start recording and I'll get into it. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the most exhausted episode of Oral Sessions. Featuring me (laughs) and producer extraordinaire, the locks with the most to offer, the one, the only, Emilio Sparks. I'm losing my mind slowly but surely. Actually, not even slowly. I'm losing my mind at an incredible rate. Um, let me just break it down for you one second. I mean, first of all, I'm recording on an old ass laptop because for some reason my computer wasn't working. Um, so I don't even have a microphone plugged into this. So if the audio's shit, I don't know what you guys want from me. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And on top of that, my husband is out of town, which tends to happen frequently. But my mother-in-law was just here, so I had a little bit of backup, which was nice. Now I do not, which is normally fine. However, my daughter has started, I don't know if she's teething or if she's pre-teething or what. She's four months old. Yesterday was just a doozy. Just crying, screaming, arching her back, trying to like shove things into her mouth. Her cheeks are all flushed. No fever or anything, but like, you know, drooling everywhere, doing all of those baby things that they do. She got me up at 5.30 in the morning. Really? 5.30 is we're getting up? Okay, here we go. And sometimes when that happens, she'll go back to sleep like almost immediately. No, she was up until probably about 10. Then she went down for like two hours. But still, the more, more like screaming, teething, I'm trying to give her everything I can to make her feel better. Poor little thing. Um, so if you hear her crying during this, it's because she's attached to my body so yeah. that we can record this episode. What a day. I would just like to dedicate this episode to all the parents out there because, you know, you see it from afar and you're like, I got this, no problem. And there are, you know, there are days I don't want to deter anybody by any stretch. My baby's an angel. She normally is like such a happy, smiley baby, which is why it's thrown me for such a loop. And I'm like, oh my God, who's this screaming kid? She doesn't do that. So yeah, kudos to all the parents out there, man. We're just doing shit and making it happen. Working on time management. It's all happening. But at what point did you want to rip the fucking hair out of your head? Or were you just serenity now? Woosah. I'm going to understand this. I'm going to have incredible patience. There's ups and downs because normally I am incredibly patient. Like with my daughter, I don't like, uh, none of it irritates me, but when it's been for 36 hours nonstop and I don't get a break that I'm like, oh my, like bleary eyed. Yeah. There were almost some tears this morning. I was like walking around my neighborhood with an iced coffee, just trying to get her to like calm down, which did work. Thank God. She's also, I don't know if this is a phase or what, but she just wants me to hold her all the time too, which is great, but it's a lot. My back hurts. She's getting heavy. So as I'm recording this, my mother walks in and she's like, well, how's the baby? And I'm like, Ma, would you like to talk to Renee and ask how the baby is? She is on air. Yes. You could come on and say hi to the oral session listeners. Yeah. We're taking callers. Come on in, Ange. Hi, Renee. How are you, baby doll? I'm good. How are you? Look at that little, oh Look my God. Look at this little angel. Isn't she cute? Yeah. How's the baby's little teething? She's okay. She's better today. I ordered some stuff off Amazon, some things for her to chew on. I wasn't really expecting her to start teething this early. I thought I had some more time. 
but that just isn't how it's going. I, I, is there like a thing as pre-teething? Is that a thing or does it just start to happen? Yeah, and it's so annoying. You know what Emilio used to do when he was uh, teething like that? We would hold him. He would go after our chins oh. and just dump <laughs> the shit out of our chins. I get, I get until when, well, actually when he got off it, my freaking chin was like beat red, my husband, but that seemed to help because it's hard. There's bone and they pressing down for the teeth, like to try to bust through the gum. Yeah. 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 That's smart. I've been giving her my knuckle. She's been chewing on my knuckle. Oh, um, look at her though. I know. She's just the sweetest, most delicious little thing. She's so cute. Hey, oh, hi, look at baby. Her. hi, baby hi. doll. She's Hi. so cute, Mishkeen that she is. All of her little hair is coming in. Yeah, she's she's the best. She just definitely had a rough, you know, 24 hours or so, but she's all right. And you know what? It pulls out their ears and they get the runny nose. Yeah, and and- she's got a runny nose. She's got like, I didn't know coughing was a thing that came with teething because she's had a cough the past couple of days. And that, yeah, it's just <laughs> coughing is a thing when they start to teeth. I was like, what? Well, because what happens, it starts affecting anything in the nasal and they get like a little post-nasal drip and it's a whole, whole thing going on. But you know what? One thing's good. Once the first two cut, cuts through, they all stop busting through. Oh, good. So we just got to get through break ground zero. Well, Renee, listen to me. You look beautiful after having the baby. So you're carrying yourself very Thank well. Thank you. And I hear a lot of good things about you. Trying yeah, she's to. a little. She's going to be a little uh, sidekick over there. She ain't never going to leave you. One hundred percent. She's like my little mini me. Well, she's actually a mini John, but I see the two of you in her. But she's gorgeous. God bless her. So. I'm going to give you back to your friend here and just keep us informed of what goes on with her little teeth. And we want to see the first tooth when it comes out. Definitely. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. And bless her. Bless her sweet soul. Okay. Listen, that's enough about me and what's going on in my life. Here's what I want. I want an update on what's going on with you in MLW. Oh, wow. So we did the first taping of embedded. That was super cool. Um, I was a bit nervous, so I texted the pro of pros, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? How do I, like, calm these nerves? Because I'm a back scene. No, but, you, but you're but you not. I mean, you, you, you know all this stuff back, like, to, like, you know, get the show up and running, but you're a front man, dude. Well, thank you. I, I don't see it that way, but that's very nice of you. But you gave me some very nice words. Our buddy Etor gave me some very nice words. And Michael Mann. What did he say? He was just like, yo, you are you. Be you. Just be Emilio. Like, just just show yeah, them. Yeah, you do you, boo. That's it. That's, yeah. And that's what Mike Mansori said, too. So I was, yeah. I, was I, I hit up my hitters, like my heavy hitters. And that's all you need, because the thing is, you already know. You know what to do because you know what you like and you already love wrestling. So like that knowledge is already there. It's fine. Like, I feel like you would totally just knock something like that out of the park. Then I got invited to do the tapings at the 2300 arena, the old ECW stomping grounds. And, and I was able to work with guys like Court Bauer and Biff Lawson. And we had a blast. When I tell you I had a blast with this locker room, the culture there is so relaxed, so cool. Everybody, everybody treats you like you've been there a thousand years. The locker room, the talent is just super dope. So it was a very, very nice atmosphere. I did a couple of things for them that should be airing within the next couple of weeks. And I am invited 
and I'm invited back now. So I'll be at the next several TV tapings from now until February. Yeah. It's, Look at you, booked and busy, baby. You know it, baby. But it was it was a it was a good time. So I just uh, I was very grateful for the opportunity and and just to do something that I like to do. And MLW is a fantastic company. It's just always fun to get out and do stuff. I think you know, especially for like the last year. I know everything's kind of like mm, like COVID year and blah blah blah, but. It really is like refreshing to get like back with other people and back in like a working environment and like back to having fun. It just is like, it's that energy boost that I think we all need. Yeah, it was definitely an energy boost that I needed because it was just nice to be around like the locker room again and have that camaraderie with the talent because I knew a lot of talent going in there. So it was very, very cool. And then I met a whole bunch of new talent that I seen wrestle, but I never really got to like interact with. It was really, really fun. But that locker room can go. They have a really like unique group of, of individuals there. Filthy Tom Lawler is absolutely hysterical. Yeah, he's all right. I like that. He's a guy. good dude, man. He's very, very funny. I don't know him. I've never met him, um, but I, uh, I enjoy what he brings to the table. Um, it always makes me laugh when people that are so like, I don't like other people. I like to be like a loner and do my own thing. And I know we all sort of have like a little bit of that tendency, but I'm I feed off of being around other people's energy, and I've really realized that a lot in the last like not even just the last year, but you know. The last while, I like to do stuff by myself for sure, but I need to have those social interactions. Um, so yeah, for you to be able to get out and go like work and be around new people and like, it just puts a little pep in your step, don't you think? Oh, I was very peppy because listen, uh, I love what I do and I freelance and work on my own. And that's incredibly difficult and incredibly tough at times. Anybody that knows- We also work vampire hours. So that just adds another layer to your- craziness. And there's a loneliness to that because I feel like a ghoul late at night working by myself. I am, I'm very pale, (laughs) very pale. And I'm like, shit, like, I, I need some like human interaction outside of just like the digital world of just talking to people on zoom. And it made me miss being on the road and traveling oh, yeah. and hanging out in the arenas and the locker rooms and then doing the work together. I love that shit. So to do that again, I was rip roaring and ready to go. And I'm not an early morning person, but I was so excited. I was up and out of my house and on the road at 7.30 in the morning. Hell yeah, pedal to the metal, let's go. I mean, because we've been doing this show through Zoom from the jump, um, but I already knew you. So I, you know, you and I already like had like a little bit of a rapport before we started doing the show. We had spent some time together, but anyone else from like the volume team, we've never met them. Oh, I met them that one time when we were in Vegas, but you didn't get to come on that trip, which is a whole other story. Ahem, Gallows and Anderson. Um, 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 no, but now, now that I started doing the serious show and I, I've, I've, I've met Nisha briefly we had like a photo shoot that we did together at my house but otherwise i met her through oral sessions when she came on to do an episode so it's weird working with like a whole crew that i'm like whoa i've never like hung out with any of you guys it's a trip like having that be what your relationship is based off of is like seeing each other through our computers trippy it is very trippy but i also believe that you find your people as well 
Sure. It was meant to be that we were going to work together. We had this camaraderie because of where we worked previously. So I would see you in catering or I'd see you around the halls and you were always warm and inviting and, and welcoming. And sometimes I can. That's me. You babe. are. I, sometimes I could be cantankerous and crabby, but I was like, you know what? She's giving off good vibes. Bring it in for a hug, <laughs> sister soldier. Why not? Yeah, bring it in. Bring it. The F and in. then you meet some really cool people from the volume and you hang out and you're like, hey, you know what? These are all like-minded individuals that have this goal in mind. We all want to win. And then likewise for the team at SiriusXM, because I came from there as well. I, I did a 10-year yeah, bid yeah, there. Yeah, you know that world. So I, I yeah. know how like they, they, they really, they ride. And I'm so ecstatic that you're becoming the queen of media cookbooks, podcasts, radio shows. I mean, what, what don't you do? Like nestling a kid right now. Like, Oh my God. I really feel like I've put on my like adult pants where it's like, bitch, no one else is going to do this for you. You got to do it yourself. The one thing that kind of keeps popping in my head as I've been spread, I've been spread very, very thin in the last month, I'll say. Um, so to add on to the things that I was saying before of like, you know, John's on the road traveling, we're doing, um, we're doing oral sessions. I'm doing the XM show. We're moving. We're also moving. So like that has been like, what the fuck? What a time to decide to move. And it has happened so fast. My head is still spinning from it that like, um, you know, we decided, so I've been saying for a long time that I want to get out of Las Vegas. And finally we were able to pull the trigger and go, all right, we're going. But I thought this was going to maybe happen in like the spring, or there's going to be a little bit more time to kind of wrap our head around it and whatever. But we decided that we want to move to Cincinnati, which is a lovely place. And it feels more like home to me. It has a, a very Ontario Canada vibe to it with like a little Southern twang added in there. Um, so anyway, so we're moving, we got a house in, in Cincinnati that we love and it came up kind of, you know, as we were like trying to figure out what we wanted to do to find a house. And then the one that we found, it just like checks off all of our boxes. So we couldn't not get this house. So we've just been going through all that shenanigans and we have two houses in Las Vegas that have both sold. Thank God. Wait a minute. Hold up. So you had a, you had a showing yesterday Yeah. and then the offer came in immediately from that. No. So the offer came in before, but I thought that we were going to maybe have other showings because we go into escrow on Monday, which just comes out Tuesday. So all old news, who cares? Uh, but I don't know how this shit goes, but anyways, we ended up canceling it all. So like, no, no, we got the offer. We're true to those people. This is it. The offer was great. So we're, uh, yeah, we're moving forward. So it all happened really, really quick. Our house went up for sale on like, I don't know. It was only on the market for a couple of days. Thank God. It's really been a trip of just trying to like schedule everything. We've got to like schedule movers. And here's the other thing that we've been trying to do. I don't know if John cares that I'm talking about this on here. I mean, none of it's like personal. I mean, it's a little personal, but nothing like too personal. He wants to ship his car to Cincinnati. My lease is up on my car, so I got to take it back anyways. It's already like down a car. Um, so we were going to rent a tour bus to take us from Vegas <laughs> to Cincinnati. <laughs> so now we're trying to secure a tour bus. So we'll see. How long is that drive from Vegas to Cincy? Um, it's about 
30 hours or something, something like okay. that. Yeah. You need a tour bus for sure. Well, Also like, it's not just us. It'd be nice to like, let Nora have a little more space. We've got the dogs with us. Plural dogs. Dogs. And also we're adding a third into that dogs. Once we get to Ohio. So listen, I like to pile it on until I can see no more. So here we go. Everybody hold on to your asses. So in the episode with Corey Taylor that you can go back and listen to however you stream podcasts, also rate and review if you're on Apple. I like that guy Send us good stuff. Yeah, he's a cool dude. You were saying that the house is like made in the 1800s? So Cincinnati's super old. Everything there is really old. A lot of the houses there are super old. I love that because I like a house with character. Our house that we live in, like I love the house that we live in now. But it's like, it's a Vegas house. It's like, I don't know, it's all stucco and it feels very Western. Where like, I want to get back to more of that European East Coast vibe. Um, Cincinnati has like a very um, German history. Um, They have like a huge Oktoberfest that they do, which I cannot wait to smash some beers and have a hot dog. Let me tell you. But also Cincinnati has like, a real sense of, uh, there's more of like a, a community and like a city there. You've got like a really great food market and, um, they do like run like different, like runs around the city, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we don't need to get into all that. Cause you were asking me about old stuff. Cause I imagine you want to talk about this house potentially being haunted, which I'm sure it is. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, do we got to sage it? Do we oh, got to like throw some it. holy water? Like, what do we got to do to make sure that this house doesn't, have the same vibes that Corey Taylor's house had where like there's little feet running around and God, like whatever else. Cause that was some spooky shit for sure. And like he said, and like John has said, where John thinks that I kind of conjure that or bring it up. I think just cause I'm such a believer in ghosts that I like, I like keep an ear open and an eye open just to like see if something's happening. So we'll definitely sage like we saged this house when we moved in just out of like, I don't not out of like trying to <clears throat> think this house was haunted or anything, but it's like a little energy reset. So we will do that in this house for sure. But because it's so old, like, I don't know, do we have, should we go an extra, an extra notch above and like maybe say a passage as we walk through or I don't know. I'm not sure. It can't hurt. I mean, Carol did that in the old house. She yeah. lived in, in Toronto. You could exactly. say a little, a little quick passage. Like, I feel like there's no harm can come from having done that. Right. So like, I feel like you might as well just do it. And then, and then you'll at least have peace of mind. There's no such thing as having an extra blessing. Exactly. Do it all. Exactly. Do it all. Like, you know, or give yeah. them a little room that they can have in the house. <laughs> No, 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 no. However, there is like a weird like cellar situation um, that's like an extra 1,200 square feet like beneath the ground um, that's all like old cobblestone and old brick and stuff. It is old AF. That would freak me out. Yeah, it's going to freak me out. So I'm not going down there for fucking nothing. Is there any work that needs to get done in the house or no, the house is like rip roaring ready to go? Um, I mean, it's moving ready. There's stuff that I want to do. Like there's a bathroom. There's bathrooms that I would like to redo. Uh, I would like to like maybe add like a closet situation because a closet situation in that house uh, is not great. Uh, but it's all 
I'm saying it's easy stuff. I don't know how to do any of these things, but I think we can probably hire someone that can come in and do some of those things. Uh, but none of them need to happen immediately. Like we'll be good to just like move in, go put our shit away and call it a day. And now how fast are you doing this? We're leaving in three weeks. Wow. That does not give you enough time for the great purge, as I like to call it, because there's some stuff you could probably throw out. Like I'm in the middle of the great purge right now. I love a good purge. God, I love a purge. Yeah. So I actually did. I did like a baby purge uh, for when we were starting to show our house because I had to declutter everything. So I did like a little baby purge, um, but there's a lot of stuff that's not coming with us all of our bedroom stuff, all of Nora's bedroom stuff, even though she doesn't sleep in there, but maybe eventually one day she will. But yeah, we can actually, we're going to be paring down quite a bit actually on our way out there. I got a couch last year, this like beautiful restoration hardware couch. I wanted it so bad. It cost an arm and a leg and it doesn't fit in our new house. Oh no. How? Our living room here is quite large and open. And these old European style houses are not like that. It's a big house, but the rooms aren't, it's not like a huge layout. So do you pull a chip in Joanna Gaines and you knock down a wall and then put up one of those like retaining beams in the house and just go to town? Oh, also I should add in, I've not seen this house. I've not been to it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I've not fucking seen it. This just keeps on getting better and better, man. We're nuts. John and I are psychopaths, but that's how we, we like to live our lives fast and loose. So technically you bought a house like some people buy clothes on the internet. You look at them, you guess your size and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then it comes in three weeks later and it's either like too small or too big yeah so basically though we did have so we did have a a stroke of good luck in that john was flying home so he was in rochester when they had tv there a couple weeks ago and it just so happened that the jaguars were playing the cincinnati Bengals, and tony khan was taking a quick little flight from rochester to cincinnati so john has seen the house but i have not we already put in our offer for the house before he saw it. So like we were getting it either way, just as scheduling worked out that he was like, Oh, if I can go in there and it just happens to be a flight offered to me going to Cincinnati, like it'd be stupid to not pop your head in and just check it out. Um, so yeah, he's been able to see it. Wow. Three weeks does not give you enough time to do everything. I'm going to start turning into one of those people that just like cries on Instagram. I always find that odd when people are like, like, I know the whole thing of like wanting to be like, this is real life. And everyone always posts like, you know, their highlight reels on Instagram. But like the idea, if you've seen it, do you know what I'm talking about? Like when people like all of a sudden are like crying on their page, or like posting a picture after crying. Like I like the, the reality of things fine, but that takes me out of that moment. It's so weird to imagine you like actually being emotional about something going, I should capture this. How fucking weird. Let me grab my phone. I'm in the middle of this emotional breakdown, but I have to have the wherewithal to- You know what I used to do that when I was in acting classes? When I was in acting classes, I would do that. You don't do that in real life, you psychos. I'm like, you know what? Let me get in a quick, healthy cry. Oh, wait, let me film it. What the fuck is that about? Even that is an illusion within the world of social media. That is now like this extra added layer of like, what are we doing anymore? Like, what is happening? What are we trying to accomplish? We're trying to show a rage of emotion because sometimes if we're just showing it's pretty for Instagram with our cowboy hats on and, you know, our turquoise jewelry or whatever these influencers are wearing (laughs) nowadays, you know, what I can't wait for, though, is the tweets to get fired off. 
that you're going to do this because oh my god you can't fake authenticity when it comes on like the twitter and renee paquette because you are firing on all cylinders in, <laughs> in these three weeks sister so i cannot wait for those trying to yeah so get ready actually john and i were talking we might record an episode of the show from our tour bus if we are able to secure one We will record an episode of Oral Sessions from the road. Basketball season is back and there's no better place to bet on the NBA than FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate NBA tip-off, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers enhanced odds. That's right, 75 to 1 odds on any team to win on October 19th or the 20th. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bets. The withdrawals are fast because when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using the promo code Renee. That's R-E-N-E-E to get 75 to 1 odds on any team to win on October 19th or the 20th. That's promo code Renee at R-E-N-E-E. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $150. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, West Virginia, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Colorado. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, Tennessee Redline, call 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Now I'm thinking in my brain, right? The basement with the cobblestone, you can most likely turn that into either a podcasting studio or now a new sneaker closet. Ooh, okay. So let's talk sneakers here. Here's my thing with sneakers. So I got a pair. I consulted with you before I fully pulled the trigger because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to sneakers. I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, But I ended up getting some Nike Dunks, just black and white classic. I figured I couldn't go wrong with a simple classic pairing of black and white. But high top, though. I like a high top. I am not a low cut sneaker person unless I'm working out in them. If they're like a true running shoe, obviously. Duh. But um, otherwise, no, I, I want a high top sneaker. Um, but it's figuring out how to pair that because like athleisure wear doesn't really work for me. I've always been like a booty, skinny jean, little band t-shirt. Like that's kind of my little moto jacket. That's my vibe. So now it's, you know, again, the COVID year has made it a little easier to be in athleisure wear because I'm always just in like sweatpants. Also, after having been pregnant and having a subsequent C-section, sweatpants are my friend. A jogger is my friend. Um, but I don't like feeling undone. I feel slobby. Talk to me about this. How do I break out of, how do I get like a hybrid so that it shows it as a choice, not a solution? Well, first off, you can never, you can never be slobby because you have a reputation for being a fashionista. You understand. I I don't know, man. I'm trying, I'm clinging clinging. It's okay. It's okay. Once you're like up and running after the whirlwind that you're going to go through, you could put some jeans on and and go to dinner with John. Oh my God. That'll be a delight. 
the best way I like to show is like, let's create a, a fashion vision a board. Back. What do we, what do we want to do? So I'm always into, if you're going to do a high topple, then you need to have like either a, a legging or some type of tapered pant to really accentuate the sneaker around like the ankle. Yeah, yeah right? definitely. Yeah, do, put a little cuff in your pant. Little cuff or whatever. So for you, I was like, yo, we can do chunky oversized sweater, black. Love. I got plenty of those. You could do leggings. You could do yoga pants. You could do leather joggers. To me, huge fan of leather joggers. I love a leather jogger. Never met one I didn't like, to be honest. And that's what you pair your dunks with. Because you were like, I was trying to convince you to go full Jordan or Yeezy. And you're like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't like Jordans. I don't see Jordans on somebody else and go, I want to wear that shoe. I've never looked at a Jordan and thought that it should be on my foot. Right. Well, all of professional wrestling likes Jordan ones now. So to pivot, which was smart, you were like, I'm going to go dunk high. You chose a black and a white. You chose the primary colors. They can go with anything. Me, since I predominantly wear all black to begin with, I like my sneakers to have a little pop of color. One of the things, one of the things I just bought was um, a pair of Mosh Originals because he's been creating his own sneaker. Big shout outs to Mosh. And I just oh, bought, what a guy. they're called the Badlands. And they're from like, the, there's like this, like, like these nice clay colored with like reds and oranges. It's a really pretty shoe. And I'm like, okay, it's a low top and I like it. I'm like, right, I'm going to rock this. So like they're being custom made. He's doing a run of his shoes, but each shoe, if you order it, you, they become custom made and then he sends them to you. So it's like a 12 week waiting order. So I, I'm waiting the 12 weeks. I already got the confirmation. They should be in soon. I'm going to be wearing them. Photo shoots are going to happen. Let's go. Good God. Well, you know, you're, you're going to get them in like fucking sludgy spring. You're going to have to be very careful with those. Listen, I've been trying to learn how to levitate for years to wear my sneakers. Like I'm the Beetlejuice cartoon. So <laughs> I will, I will figure that out. But most of the time I'm so careful with my kicks anyway. Even when I was on the road, I was very careful for where I would step. I have a, like a driving loafer that I wear. And then oh I put my, my sneakers God. on. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, Emilio. I'm, I'm wearing my crazy. loafers right now. I'm wearing my Ugg. Me too, my brother. My Ugg suede. Uggs forever. I love my Uggs. I don't give a but shit. It's the shoe before the shoe. Your boy has a shoe before the shoe. Interesting. I'll never be that person, um, but I respect that you do that. I like that you put that much thought and wherewithal into your footwear. See, I've always been like a booty person. I do have like a lot of really nice shoes. But yeah, now I feel like, especially I'm walking around with a 20 pound weighted vest on all the time. I've always got this kit on me. So it's not really conducive for wearing anything with much of a heel. If I plan on being out for a while, I'll be dying. Yeah, no. My feet will be killing me. So I need a good flat shoe solution. And aside from my docks, I wear my docks a lot, but I, I, the, I'm going to take the dunks for a spin. I'm going to a Renaissance festival after this. And I'm going to wear them there. Okay. So that's the perfect time to really test them in, break them and get comfortable with them. Me, I ordered the same shoe that you have so we could be twinsies the next time <gasps> I see you. My guy, let's get our jumpsuits and we'll really be good to go. Absolutely. But mine are low top though. Cause I like, okay. a, cause I like a low top. So okay, you want to get those angst out. You want a good ankle display. I got pretty angst. I want to yeah. show them off. You know what? Why not? I'll even get crazy. Maybe I'll even rock an ankle bracelet. Why not? Like, Ooh, I love an ankle bracelet. Love an ankle bracelet. I'm all for flair. You got to show off the little flares a little bit. Little accessories ain't so bad. A little hint of, ooh, what's that? What is this choice? I like to have that. I like to keep them guessing. I think that's really a smart move. I like that a lot. 
Okay, so moving on from the shoes, did you watch Hocus Pocus? I have not yet. What I don't understand the hype of this movie. So, like, when I tweeted, is this the year that I watched this movie, people lost their minds. You and Tamario specifically. <laughs> I love that I saw T jump on that. My guy T. Like, your mind's exploded. And I was like, I, I've never understood the hype for this movie. Why is this movie so good? Convince me that I have to watch this tonight. So, here's the thing. You're not going to like it. And here's why I like it because I watched it when I was a kid. It's a nostalgia movie for you to watch it as, you know, a, a almost 40 year old man. You're not going to like it. That's like I'm obsessed with the movie Labyrinth. I fucking love Labyrinth. I've got Labyrinth gear everywhere. I've got like a beautiful ink drawing of Labyrinth. I've got my baby, some Labyrinth clothes. Like I love it. it. That's like, that's quintessential Bowie for me. That's what started my Bowie love affair. Um, but I tried to get John to watch it and he was like, this is dumb, but he's a grown ass man watching it. Of course, he's not going to like it. So I think if you're not taking a road, a, a little walk down nostalgia lane, you're not going to like it. Like it's a good, cute movie, but it's, you know, it's old in comparison to like new movies you're going to be able to see now. There's a charm to it. Like Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. God, I always forget the other actress's name. Yeah, there's. There's some great moments in it. It's a very cute little Christmas or Christmas movie. Gee, it's jumping ahead. A cute little Halloween movie. But I don't think that it will, um, I don't think it will affect you remotely watching it as an adult. Because now I don't see the appeal of like the internet telling me, well, this is the greatest thing in the world. So you have to watch it. You know, you'll hate it, which I probably will. But I now for the sake of continuity and bits, because this is what the show is all about. Continuity and bits. I'm going to have to sit and watch (laughs) it. Like, and then, and then my, my, my Twitter was blown up. Well, if you don't watch that, then you got to watch Halloween town. What the hell is Halloween town? I don't know what Halloween Town is. I'm not, I, you know what? Cause I've been watching a lot of Halloween movies, but as I said, John's had a very busy October. So when he's not home, I'm not brave enough to watch the truly scary movies by myself. So I find the fun, cute little Christmas. or why do I keep saying Christmas? Yikes. I love Halloween and I'm really sad because normally I decorate the shit out of our house for Halloween. Um, but I couldn't because we were selling it and having people come over and there's no way I'm doing it now. I'm leaving in like a day. Um, so I'm kind of skipping over Halloween this year, but I did get us a full family of bat suits. We're all going to be bats. <laughs> so this started because I was like, oh my God, I get to put my daughter in a Halloween costume. What is she going to be? I only have what, maybe one more Halloween until she starts telling me what she's going to be. So I'm like, all right, I'm in the driver's seat. What's she going to be? It's not like we're actually going out trick-or-treating. We're not, we'll probably just, you know, stay at home and give out some candy. But I was like, she needs to have some kind of costume. Then we need costumes. And I was like, oh my God, wait, are we all going to match? Um, so I was looking up baby costumes and there was this really cute baby bat costume. And I was like, she's got to wear that. So then I ordered John and I bat costumes, which are fucking hilarious because they are so bad. John's came. John's is massive. Obviously, he's a huge man. But the fact that I got one that fits him and it's like it is from like his shoulders to his ankles of wings. And like full fur bat suit. But it also came with like webbed finger gloves. (laughs) It's the best shit. 
And our dogs have bat costumes as well. Do you have pictures of this? No, because he only put it on just to see if it would fit, which I died. Uh, but no, I don't have pictures, but I will have them. But uh, I'll send them to you. I, I right, probably, we can't post, post them on the Internet. I, you can't post them. On no, the no, internet. no. Let's no, let's let's not. That's not for the Internet. But just know that that's a thing that's going to exist and it's going to be fantastic. What would pop the shit out of me is if he wore the Mox jean vest with the wings. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's already pretty much ripped up down the one side. I think you could fit a wing through there. That's what I'm saying. If we can like moxify this a little bit. The last thing he ever wants is to draw attention to himself. So I feel like, cause then it'll be like, Oh my God, is that John Moxley dressed as a bat rather than like just a tall, big beefy man dressed as a bat, just a big imposing Batman. And what's yeah. Yeah, what, what's going to be more attention, like either or the, or, I mean, he's both, he's going to have attention no matter what. Yeah. I know. I feel like I should like get him a mask or something. Paint his face with a little triangle on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. And then the dogs all got bat costumes too. It's, it's all very funny. It's such a good, dumb, like very little effort put in costume, but it really makes me laugh. See, that's the type of Halloween shit I like. I am not into like scary stuff. Like I've never oh, I watched. Love, I love the scary I've stuff. I've never watched Halloween's. I've never watched The Exorcist. Like I okay, am. Okay, those you can watch and still enjoy because there's not nostalgia necessarily attached to those movies. Those are just good movies. Ange can watch that shit all day. She's into all See, of that you shit. Ange need to hang. I need a good Ange hang. She will sit with you. She'll probably make food. And she'd be like, okay, hon, sit and watch. Yes. What do you want to do? Then she'll make fun of me for tr- leaving the room. Once the exorcist music starts, I'm out. See you later. My mom's very like that too. It's funny. Cause like, I love watching scary movies. I like a range of scary movies from like the classics to like new stuff. My, my favorite are ones that are like ghost centric exorcism centric. I like some demons. Uh, in my films, I like that kind of stuff. Like those are, those are my specialties, but I will watch anything. But my mom's very much into that too, that anytime my mom and I are together, she's like, I wish there was a really scary movie on right now we could watch. And then we'll spend like, you know, the next three hours trying to find a good scary movie. But I'm hoping that Nora gets the scary movie bug from me. I don't get into them. I, I never have. I remember I, I was dating a girl. She loved them. So she was like, we got to go see Saw, babe. And I'm like, Some of oh, interested. Yeah. God. So I sat there and I watched it. And then halfway through, I'm like, you know what? This ain't my cup of tea. I'm just going to play Snake on my phone. Wow. So this is a long time ago, which, yeah, I mean, Saw did come out a long time ago. What is it about horror movies that you don't like? Do they give you bad dreams? Do they get in your head? Or you just don't like that genre of film? You just don't think the movies are very good. I just don't like the genre of film. Like, I I don't get bad. I mean, I sleep like a rock, thank God. But I've never had a bad dream or what? I'll probably have bad dreams tonight now. But yeah, now, now you've cursed yourself. Way to go. Totally. It doesn't tickle the taint, if you will. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. not something that... Like, I don't know if, if, like I'm, tickling. Right, if I'm going to choose a movie, I'm going Roadhouse Patrick Swayze over, I don't know, The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's what I'm into. I've never, I never got into like Freddy's and Jason's and Chucky's. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. But I'm also the same guy that's never even watched a Disney movie up until five years ago. So it's like. What did you watch when you were a kid? Honestly, Renee, hand to God, Ange will tell you. It was always like Rocky. It was always Van Damme movies. It was like 
the key in Batman's, like any movie that I would see that He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, all in. What did you think of the new Batman trailer? I'm in. People were so questioning, what are we going to get from Robert Pattinson as the new Batman? I will also like, first of all, I'll watch any Batman movie because um, I mean, like anyone else, you, you want to see how they are. They're, you know, whether you love it or hate it. I want to see it. I want to evaluate this Batman because to me, again, I'm with you. Keaton is my Batman, but I'm very into seeing what Zoe Kravitz brings to the table as, as a Catwoman because I love Zoe Kravitz. Is anybody in the world hotter than Zoe Kravitz? No, no, she is. She's number one. She's number one. Like I, I catch my. We're in like Zendaya. Zendaya's really fucking beautiful too. I love her. That's Ricky Starks's crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to go on a double date with Ricky and Ricky and Zendaya and me and Zoe. And Zoe's recently divorced too. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should slide up in the DM I and give that a shot. I think she's dating Channing Tatum, which is. Well, I have odd. no shot. He's a handsome man. I mean. He's a handsome man. I wonder what he brings to the table personality wise. I mean, he can dance. Oh, he can dance. He can get down. God, imagine seeing them bone. What a scene that would be. Let's only fans that up. Charge for the price of admission, kids. Put that in the theaters. Good Lord. I'm am I, I'm like a That's, pervert. That's where my brain went. I was like, what does it look like when they bang? Because it's got to be something. Two beautiful specimens. Good for them. Just being sweaty. Just, Good for them. Just body parts rubbing together. Yep. A little friction, if you will. <laughs> a little friction. But yeah, no, to, to go back to Robert Pattinson, I, I liked it. And- to me, a good sign of a good actor is taking on different roles. And, you know, unfortunately, like the, the Twilight movies really just casted a large shadow. It did, but he really branched out from there and he could have just been typecast as like that pretty boy, whatever. But he did. Um, well, he did that Lighthouse movie with um, with Willem Dafoe. What an incredible, that's like an actor's actor movie. Just two guys stuck in a fucking lighthouse together, losing their minds. Like he got to flex his acting chops in that. Uh, I've not seen it, but that movie high life, everyone says that's really good. Uh, But I feel like he's, whether they've done well or not diversity within his career, I think has been like, obviously the objective. That's what you need, right? Because everybody looks at these actors and they're like, oh, but they have to have a specific look. Like Ben Affleck had a specific look. Like he looked like a Batman. He looked like a Bruce Wayne, right? Christian Bale looked like a Bruce Wayne, looked like a Batman. When Michael Keaton originally did this role, people were saying, why is Mr. Mom in Beetlejuice being Batman? This comedian, yeah. And then he really flexed his acting chops to show that he can pull off this dramatic range. I love Michael Keaton so much. He's still really hot, by the way. He's a good looking old dude. He's a very handsome older man because he still looks the same. You know, like his physique has kind of stayed the same. He just, you know, he's an older version of himself, obviously, but like he looks great. Um, uh, He's in that new show too, um, Dope Sick on Hulu. It just came out. It just came out the other day. It's like brand new. Um, but yeah, Michael Keaton's still crushing it. I felt he got robbed for the Oscar for Birdman. Like he should have won that. Yes. Agreed. Uh, who won? I, I don't know who won that year. 
my brain will not jog back like six days ago, let alone, you know, three years ago or whatever. Um, but he's fantastic in Birdman. Him and, and Emma Stone. Emma Stone's not been in something in a little while. I'm a huge Emma Stone fan. She did the She's Cruella. A baby. Oh, duh. What an idiot. Yeah, that's a huge movie that just came out. It's Cruella. With our buddy. I think she's, yeah, with Paul Walter Hauser. Sweet man. It's just his birthday. Happy birthday, Paul Walter Hauser. I hope he got cream puffs. Me too. I like the idea of being somebody who has three names that you just, you, I doesn't, you don't just call him Paul, Paul Walter Hauser. You have to say all three. It's not just Paul Hauser, Paul Walter Hauser. And he looks like the type that would have to have three names. Yeah. I like it. It's very distinguished. Like when I'm talking to you, it's just Renee. But when I'm talking about you, I have to say Renee Paquette. I just can't say Renee though. That's like a little clarification too. Right. And now when I have wrestlers and other folk that hit me up, they're like, hey, I want to come on Renee Paquette's podcast. <gasps> they don't they say oral sessions. Name? They give you full name. Wow. I was really, um, you know, a little bit concerned when you go from like professionally having one name being young and then going back to my actual last name, which I mean- a whole other can of worms because my actual last name is good, but I had to go back to Paquette for uh, career purposes. It's got a better ring to it, you know? René Paquette. But it's a good last name that doesn't deal with working in media. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's easier to sign. It's easier to sign into a hotel with. It's easier to book a flight with. Spelling out Paquette. Oof. No thanks. I know. It was rough when I first had to like learn how to spell it for everything on like YouTube and, and all the other stuff. But now I can do it blindfolded. So now it's like, I, I, I well, understand. You've got a doozy too. Oh, it's, it's so you've bad. Got a doozy. Oh, it's so bad. It's so long. It's like, there's like a G in the name. There's an N, there's an O. It, there's a whole bunch of syllables, man. Like my, my, I will never forget this. And I thought I had the longest last name in the world, but then a buddy of mine in high school, this Greek kid, his last name was Mara Nikolakis. There was a guy at my school um, that his name was so long and crazy. I never actually went to school with this dude. He was like a few years ahead of me. His last name was Pigaligalonga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, it was Raphael Pigaligalonga. I am naming the episode Pigaligalonga. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael Pigaligalonga. <laughs> That's so great. God, I would, we should have him on the show. Could we, could we find what he's doing? Maybe him and Stamatis Mara Nicolakis can hang out and talk on the show. Oh, that would be so great. I love that. Uh, well, with that being said, I really have to pee. So let's wrap up this episode of Pigalingalonga. Okay. So listen, here's what we need you to do. As Renee's kissing the chicken right now, we need you to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. The more you do that, the more the computers pee. Kissing the chicken sounds dirty. Sorry. (laughs) Say that again. Paul Renee's kissing the chicken. chicken. And previously we're talking about just bodies, just creating friction (laughs) and piggling along us. If you like the show, just give us a review, man, because we want to hear positive feedback, but it also helps us move up the ranks as well. We also have a YouTube channel. Because of you, we got verified. Because of you, we're over 100,000. Continue to keep that train going. We know you like mostly professional wrestling interviews on there, but we try to switch it up a little bit. If you can like the interviews that we do Like with- Robert Pattinson. We're all about having a diverse career. So let us do that. Let us flex that muscle, damn it. You know, you're going to get me and Renee podcasting from a lighthouse one day. Don't mess with us. 
So do that. Subscribe to that. New episodes premiere every Monday and every Friday with uh, sprinkles during the week as well. It's it's a it's an everyday channel. So go there and you go support your girl yeah, Renee Paquette. Enjoy it. You can follow us on the follow us on the social medias at Renee Paquette on Twitter and Instagram at Emilio Sparks on Twitter and Instagram as well. I'm trying to get to ten thousand followers because my brother is almost at fifteen thousand and he flexes on me so bad. Wow. We gotta fix that. Benny, guys, follow my dude. Jesus, what are we doing? Can I get to 10,000 so I can have the swipe up feature to promote these episodes? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. I like to swipe up, definitely. All right, look, I got to pee. I got to go. <laughs> we'll see you next time right here on Piggly Galanga Sessions. <laughs> Bye.